Many of the stories in this series contain difficult subjects and traumatic events. Listener discretion advised. Zach came into the process with a really open mind to what story she wanted to tell. She's experienced a lot in her life and had a lot of options for material to pick from. She chose to pick from something that was really personal and really potent for her and it was a real privilege to get to hear about the life she's lived. She's always comfortable drumming and singing and doing poetry and helping people so getting her to come and just focus inwards on herself was a true pleasure and I still think we got to add a little bit of that drumminess to her story as you'll hopefully get to hear. Um, first I want to say that my story's title is called Exit Plan and that theme is about me becoming my true self, my authentic self and breaking free to do so. So I'm just going to sit down. I, just, I knew there was a reason I stood up because I'm sitting on my glasses. I knew there's a reason why I did that. Get out. Come out. Stay free. Yes, that's my personal life's mantra. My rhythm, like my beating heart. And what I first want to share with you is exactly what I did in that rhythm of my beating heart and my mantra. And that was basically, yes, get out. At 31 years of age, I decided to make a decision to leave the cult that I was raised, forced to stay in, from the age of five to 31 years of age. 26 years in total. And then obviously to come out as a gay woman and to free myself up from the abuse and coercive control that I'd been under for 26 years. So why did I do it? You know, why did I break free? What motivated me? First and foremost, it was to save this bit of kit here, my sanity. And to do that, I had to get support for my mental health, my well-being, and to go into recovery so I could really express myself. And the other thing, because I was so angry, I was just so, so angry, so I know I needed to kind of, you know, explore that and deal with that. And like I said, I wanted to find my authentic self, my true self, my voice, so I could speak up for myself mentally, emotionally, legally, politically, spiritually, sexually, um, and to obviously, other thing, I wanted to learn how to have self-mercy and compassion, not just for myself, but for others, because I was brought up in a very, very judgmental way. So how did I do this? What did I, how did I, how I start this process? I kind of unconsciously put this plan into place where I created a continuing exit plan. And when I mean a continuing exit plan, it's like a work in progress. It's my day-to-day -day life work. 
through self-development, a practice, and also putting these things into place. So the first thing I did was go get some therapy because by this time, at 31 years of age, I did seriously need some. And also, at the same time, I decided to find education, in other words, find courses that I needed to do, which was a, not, again, it wasn't just overnight, it was 10 years worth of education where I did graduate uh, as, a, as a teacher for adults, which I'm very proud of. And amongst all that, I also remembered thinking, I need a social life, I desperately need to be accepted by a community, um, and particularly because I came out as a gay woman. And thank goodness I did I finally found a group of women that organised some dances at the Fratton Community Centre in Portsmouth. And when I first walked into that room, I was so nervous. I was shaking from head to foot, thinking that no one's ever going to accept me because of my background. But thank goodness, a person named Shirley, which was a lifelong friend um, until she passed away five years ago, was one that stepped forward and says, yes, I'll make a friend with you and I will also introduce you to a few of my friends, which, again, a few of those friends have become what I call lifelong friends, so I was very blessed. I accepted the group, I accepted being in there, I enjoyed it, but there was one thing, one thing, being half white and half black, I sometimes used to look around the room and think, oh, my God, you know, I feel like an odd one out still because it wasn't visibly what I call diverse women and my friend Shirley was a wise person and she used to say to me is this useful is this useful really are you enjoying yourself yes do you feel free to come out yes so at this moment in your life is it useful thinking like that and she was right because what happened through those women through that network I met people in Brighton and Manchester and London and I got to go to different prides and meet different people of all walks of backgrounds and lifestyles and ethnicities. So she was right. She was wise. So, yes, I do thank that network of women opening me up to bigger things. So that was my social wife. So we're still on how I did this. Next bit. I realised that inside me there was more to give. So then through my poetry, my music, and those that know me as a drummer, um, Zach, the performer, obviously goes by the other name as Annette, I knew that I needed to express myself, uh, my true feelings, my authentic emotions, and become my true self. So I used all these formats to do that. And that was really good because, again, it helped me and supported me in this progress of, of, of staying free and becoming myself. The other thing that I was introduced to in a healthy way, I add, um, was meditation. So I did start doing po pockets of meditation. And in that main reason was to help to teach myself how to have true compassion for myself in a non-judgmental way and then I could have that for other people as well so for me I asked myself each 
this question each day. How, how am I going to do this? How am I going to put this work into place? Because it's all part of an exit plan, a daily day practice of continuing to basically, you know, get out, come out and stay free in my life. And this is another one of my little personal mantras I want to share. It's by basically showing up for my life each and every day. And then I believe I can make a difference for myself. And then by that, I can make a difference to other people's lives. Uh, but I can only do that if I do the work on myself first. And I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity to work on myself because, you know, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to sit here to tell you part of my, a little tiny part of my story. One thing I do want to celebrate while I'm here today, uh, on the 15th of April this year is 27 years free of the cult. Yes. And thank you. As I was in it for 26 years. So this is the first year, thank you, that I'm actually going over. So I'm, I've lived my life more now in a cult than being than being in a cult. And I was waiting for that moment that I can say that to people now. Uh, and I feel really good. And also recovery. I forgot to add last night, but I'm also eight years clean. Yes. <laughs> so onwards. Thank you. So onwards and upwards. So just to remind you of my mantra. Get out. Come out. Stay free. But have a little added note. All good biographies have little added notes. <laughs> and my added note is, you know, like the sun, it's really bright and it's really, really strong. It's really, really red, really, really orange. And we know that none of us can look into the sun for too long, as it would blind us, it would cause us damage. Yet we cannot function without the sun. The sun is something that we all need. We need strength, we need vitamin D from it. So I see this story, this part of my story, as something that I find difficult to look at. Yet today I've been able to do it with your support. And from the sun we all gain strength. And I feel that this part of my story, when I look at it for a few moments, I gain strength from the heat which's in there. I don't see it as a negative. And I hope that in some way that that strength that I gain from the sun, metaphorically looking at this part of my story, I'm able to share with you, you as well. So hopefully I can share a little bit of strength with you too. Thank you. And that was a story from Zach. I agree really, Courtney, that whole thing with Zach is that she's a consummate performer, she's really confident on stage, she's got so many different sort of strings to her bow that she could bring to a performance and what I loved was seeing her strip that back to her words um, and I'm really glad um, I think it was you who kind of helped her find that way to bring that heartbeat in because I think that drumming part of Zach's identity is so powerful and so important to her as part of her process of getting out and staying out and living. Um, it just felt really beautiful to, to hear her tell her own story instead of having to put something through a, a performance filter. 
Yeah, and I think probably, and I, I know Zach agrees because I, I did Zach's feedback that she felt for the first time she did just focus on herself and it wasn't part of a collective, it wasn't for a bigger goal, but it was just for her to talk openly and honestly about her life and what she's experienced and she really wanted to connect with the audience and the audience to connect with her and I know she did manage to do that with a lot of people and I think that's a true privilege of doing this project is that people connecting with others and even if you haven't lived that same life hearing elements that relate to you and being able to speak to someone about that as well. <laughs>